It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, it is podcast time. Jerry Recco is in uh, Michigan for Rutgers, Michigan State. So Eddie Scazzari joins me today. Hello, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. This will be a little shorter than usual because uh, we had a, a big show meeting. Big meeting. A big show meeting after the show. So uh, and I got to walk my dogs, the whole situation. Understood. Uh, so I can, I can, I have to leave by 11. But wanted to share something with you I'm doing tomorrow, and it is one of those things that I agreed to do, and now I'm regretting it. Mm-hmm. Like most everything in your life? Almost everything. I had a, a woman reach out to me on Instagram. She mm-hmm. said her husband's a big fan of the show. She's a teacher at Bradley Beach Elementary School. Okay. The town in which I live. Mm-hmm. She goes, uh, we know how you talk about Bradley Beach all the time. We think it would be awesome if... Uh, you came and and could talk to the kids. They they would think it's really cool to ha- that they have a celebrity in town. Well, mm. right, okay, yeah. If you told them that and then you showed up with like you know Taylor Swift, yes, yeah. But these like what percentage of these kids are aware that WFAN even exists? Well, uh, well, this the the weeks ago me was like, yeah, sure, I'll come by. Then, as we were approaching closer, because this is happening tomorrow, as it was approaching closer, uh, she wrote back, she wrote to me, she goes, do you need any type of uh, video equipment for your presentation? Oh, my God. I wrote back, I go, uh, that's when it all hit me. First of all, I, was, I said, I said, I don't really have a presentation. I said, I've done this over the years to with high school students who were interested in media or college or college who were majoring in media. I go, I still was like a second guess. I said, you know, thinking about it, I'm like, how old are these kids? She goes, it'll be a fifth to eighth graders. Oh boy. I said, I don't even know. They're not going to know what the radio even is. And if they do, they it's music. Our audience is, is uh, much older. Yeah. Their fathers, or maybe not even their fathers, because they're, they're grammar school kids. Right. But yes, their fathers, their uncles, their grandfathers might know who we who I am, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I was in panic mode. And she goes, no, 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 it doesn't need... I said, normally I do this as a Q&A. Kids ask questions about the, the yeah. thing. So she said, no, no, it'll be fine. It'll be... Uh, no, we'll be ready with questions then. I was just wanting to make sure you didn't need anything. The kids are going to be so excited. They're not going to be excited. No, they're not going to care. So what do I do? What am I doing with this these kids? This is a kids? bizarre situation. It is, right? It's That's very, very strange. That's what I think. Um, well, like, I go there and go, first of all, I have to explain who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I was just running through this. Like, hi, kids. My name's Al. I'm on the radio. Mm-hmm. 
The radio is this thing that's in your car. That, right. That people <laughs> used to listen to. <laughs> uh, well, maybe you try this angle. Okay. Your sports radio. You know? Yes. So, like, you can just start off and just hopefully you get above 50% hands raised. Who, you know, who likes sports? What's your favorite team? Because, now, granted, you couldn't host a sports talk show for reals and take calls from real fans. No, I could not. You could fake your way through an hour with, you know, fifth grade. Hell yeah. Talking about, you know, what's your favorite team? Right. Well, you know, oh, you know, and we talk about, and this is what I do. This is my job. We talk about all the sports, you know, so maybe go that way as an opener or, yeah. or, or at least something to go to once you see it's going south. I was even thinking that, like, hi, kids, we talk about sports. And I was like, uh, you know, uh, well, baseball's out because kids don't watch baseball. Mm, football? Do kids watch football? I don't know. Uh, we did. We did. At that age. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know if we were outliers. Here's the other thing. You and I talking about now, neither of us has kids. Right. Uh, I don't also, even know how to talk to a kid. Also true. That is true. Yeah. And this is that weird. They're not like. High schoolers where you kind of, they're like mini adults and yes. then, or little kids where you just say, oh, yeah. But this is that weird in between where you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Unless like, you've raised children. Right. Like I went a couple months ago to Colonia High School mm-hmm. where I went to high school and talked to students specifically interested in media and sports. So they were, they, you know, they had a lot of questions, but their questions are like a Zach Wilson, they had a lot of Zach Wilson questions. Then they just had questions about what time do you wake up? Like a five, uh, fifth grader is like, I wake up at two in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Not impressed. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and I drive into New York City, kids. And, and I don't know about you, but for me, like I have sort of a, you know, a, a memory of what high school was kind of like. Now, yeah. granted, it's so different now, but still, there are some things that still are the same and college a yep. little bit, but, and, but like sort of memories of what grammar school were. Very, very fleeting. Yeah. Hardly any. So I don't like, I wouldn't know even how to relate, you know? And there's millions of movies about the high school experience. There's very few movies about the grade school experience. Yeah. Like it, if I was in grade school or you, when you were in grade school, if you, if like you would have had to have been told like that Marv Albert was coming, that would maybe be a name I would have known back at, then. In, in, at fifth, in fifth grade, no shot for me. All oh, right. Like if it was like Tom Seaver, yes. something like that, yes. But like an announcer, no chance. Maybe I need to bring like Phil Sims with no, I don't even know who he no, is. No, yeah, like who? Even Eli, they'd be like, what? Right. Yeah. I would need to bring like uh, 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 the, the the cheetah with me. And how about this? How about, there you go, you can open with the Giants. That at least you got a chance. All Big right, game kids. tomorrow against yeah. the Eagles. Like, and then you can just say, hey, what do you think? And you could start with that yeah. and then and then say, see, this is what we I do. This is my job. We talk we about talk it. to people like you guys who are excited about Giants Eagles. Start that way. Okay. I would think. Yeah, that that's least, good that I have Giants Eagles. Yes, yes. You do that. Open with that. And then and then you could branch into other sports and then hopefully it's time to go. Right. And hopefully like some of the teachers that go is have this, questions. Is this going to be video? Because if this turns into just an awkward disaster, that would be priceless. I don't know. That's a great question. Oh, my God. The, how freaking funny would that be? I mean, it will be terrible for you in the moment, but, like, to put that out afterwards <laughs> would be freaking awesome. I don't, Not only am I doing it, I thought, like, 
You know, I'm a, on Fridays, I'm walking around here. I've got a little extra pep in my step. Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday. I, I've just, like, I'm not going to be feeling my Friday till after I speak to these kids. Right. but And if it's a total disaster, it might ruin your weekend. <laughs> or at least ruin it until Giants when you have a couple of pops right. in you. Yeah, it's, it feels like it's going to be very And awkward. what time is this happening? Two o'clock. Oofa. On a so, Friday. So it's it's a, And so you're the last thing before yes. their weekend. Right. And even I remember as a kid, I loved Friday. You did, even as a kid. I was trying to think of even yeah, that. Like, I, yeah, that I that I really? definitely remember. Even in grammar school. Even and especially because I went to parochial school. I went to Catholic school. Yeah. So on uh, first Fridays, we had we used to go to mass at about ten thirty or eleven o'clock or something like that, and then we were gone, done. First Friday of every month, mass. I was never so happy to go to mass in my life because you get and out the, early and then done and you're gone. So yeah, I definitely have a memory of Fridays as a kid for sure. I remember Fridays was like <clears throat> pizza day in school. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's their pizza day. I still, maybe. maybe I might open with that. Hey kids. Yeah. What's your it, Friday? Do they do anything special? Was it pizza day today? Yeah. They're like, no, it's listen to this dopey guy day. Raise your, yes. Uh, you in the front. What's the radio? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, start, you got to lead with the Giants. Yeah. Because you would think in Jersey. Right. You know, that's, and like they can pick up on the excitement of older people that they know that are around them. They're into the Giants. Yes. Uh, and also I do think that would translate, uh, you know, uh, uh, boys and girls, you know, it's the NFL, it's king. Yes. Uh, and everybody can kind of get into the excitement. There's already been a playoff game. They won. And, uh, yeah, you got to lead with that and then segue into other sports and then see what time it is. Who's your favorite Giants player, kids? Saquon. Yeah. And hopefully you know the person that they say. <laughs> I know the Giants players. They're only going to say Saquon Daniel Jones or. Or who? Kayvon Thibodeau, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, brush up on the Giants roster, maybe, <laughs> before you go, if you're going to lead with the Giants. Oh, my gosh. I gotta, uh, okay, lead with Giants. Pizza Day, uh, your father's probably listening to this, or your uncles, right. or but your grandfathers. But it's not like you're, you're not going to be asking them questions. Oh, right, right. right. I'm just when they when she said presentation, presentation, I was like, oh my gosh, do they think I'm coming with? Now I should have some like if I did a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'd have it down, right? I come in, I'd have video of like geo dancing, and, and even with the like the high schools and the colleges that you speak to, it's like they want to talk to you. Yeah, they've got questions. And they will have an interest, and maybe a, a certain portion of them even are aware of WFAN right. and Boomer and Geo. Yes. Yeah, they were. I was surprised, actually, at the number of the high school kids who were aware Yes, of uh, WFAN or that their fathers knew or their fathers were excited that I was coming over to talk to the students. And maybe they consume it like in a in a different way, you know, yeah. through a, the whatever podcast yes. or YouTube, our YouTube. Imagine we talking to sixth graders about podcasting. I'm like, what? Are yeah, you well, talking you, they about? might know. They might very well know. I do, I'll just tell the kids I'm a YouTube YouTube star. That's right. Oh, hi, kids. Um, uh, I had I had a YouTube channel. <laughs> it had 13 followers, so I shut it down. <laughs> hey, kids. I know you kids love YouTube. I was uh, telling people what they should be eating. That was my YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I might go that way. I'm a TikTok star. Yeah, that's it. Even though I'm not on TikTok, that's what they're they're watching. Right. 
or, or maybe there's something else now that we're unaware of. That I think it's still TikTok is, is. the uh, is the is the newest thing. Oh, that sounds like a disaster. It does potentially, but yeah. hopefully, I've made you feel a little better. Oh yeah, you some information. I have some things. I should set up a camera though, just for my own. Oh my god, amusement afterwards. That would just just to see the crickets and the thing, and oh my god, just silence. Kids passing notes, old school. <laughs> well, actually, that would they'd just be texting each other. This old loser. Yeah, just keep hearing the the ping of text messages. <laughs> ping ping. Are you kids talking uh, about me? Ding, uh, ding, ding. Uh, maybe you'd like to share that with the class. Yeah. Oh. Maybe I could bring candy or something. I got to bring, I got to do something. Oh, boy. Bradley Beach Middle hey, School. Hey, Yeah. Whimsy. Oh, that, if she liked, if she liked uh, kids or people, I could I'll, bring Whimsy. I'll bring Cooper. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you borrow Cooper. Whimsy here is an ex-athlete. <laughs> we talk about her racing days on the radio. Yeah, because that's always a crowd pleaser. Dogs, Dogs, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. All right. All right, well, let me go uh, home now and prepare for my big presentation tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We'll do the warm-up show now. Then tomorrow is Friday. Jerry will be back. Yes, he is. It's a football Friday, a New York Giants. I'm just getting ready. This is my material I'm going to use right, on the right, children right. as practicing. well. practicing. So the New York Giants uh, divisional weekend, children's. All right, Eddie. So, so. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't oh, suck. yeah. Hi. Welcome to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. Jerry Recco is out today because Rutgers is playing somewhere, and CeeLo joins me. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning. Let's make it one of those days where it doesn't suck, Al. All right. Okay? Where is Jerry? Where are they playing? I, I actually, I think I he's in know. Michigan State. In Michigan I sure remember State? that. So as I was asking in you. In East the, Lansing, then. Yeah. As I was asking you the question, I remember him telling me yesterday. The Spartans. Yeah, the Very Michigan good. State. That's where Magic Johnson played, right? Uh, sure. I think that was. I oh, think you're correct. And I, I know that only because uh, I went to Indiana State where Larry Bird played. Uh-huh. And everyone still loves Larry Bird there, of course. He's the only one who's come out of there. And... Uh, the, the, oh, of course, the big uh, battles, the NCAA championships and all was Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. And I believe he was Michigan State. Yeah, I think you're right. How about Draymond that? Draymond Green, Michigan State. Oh, is that right? Yeah. 
How come not a lot of big names came out of Indiana State after I don't know, Larry I'm just Bird? I was looking that up after you just said Larry Bird's the only one. Yeah. I want to see uh, what other notable alumni. I don't have. think a uh, notable alumni is uh, me. Are you on the list? And Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> so let me see if you're on the Wikipedia three. list here. It's uh, Larry Bird, <laughs> uh, me, Bubba the Love Sponge. There's quite a Those long list of athletics here. Not a lot of names. Like real names? No, nah, I was going to say as I scroll through, nothing that's jumping off the page. I love to wonder what it would have been Let's like. Let's see, arts, entertainment, and media. Let's see, is Al Dukes on the list here? No. Is Bubba the Bubba Love the Sponge? Bubba the Love Sponge is there. What? Yep. Radio talk show host. He was a radio talk show host. Do you have host. a Wikipedia page? No. Well, then there you go. Well, that's Got to get on that. Um, Fictional alumni, Marty Bird from Ozark, of course, played by Jason Bateman. Oh, he supposedly went to Indiana Apparently. State in one of the episodes. What was there recently you guys were talking about colleges, and there was one in Indiana, and you didn't know? What was that? Mm. Was that with our pal, the picks jockey? Maybe was it? Oh, Ball State, right? Ball State. I knew Ball State. Oh, you did? I thought. Yeah. I thought they no, were like, Jerry, "Where they is didn't, Ball State?" They didn't know. But then they were. But, but you didn't chime in. Though. I did chime in. In someone's ear, then. I, uh, I don't know. I thought I chimed in because right. uh, fair enough. I wanted to go to Ball State mm. because David Letterman went there. Well, that's oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, so you knew Ball State. That's what it. Yeah, you said the only other one I know, but there was is Ball well, State. We don't need to go down this road, but there was another school. And they were like, where is that? And it was in Indiana, and you, you weren't. I wasn't I aware. I think Eddie chi- chimed in. But yeah. Whatever. That's I have to wonder what bridge. it would be like to go to uh, college at like a huge sports yeah. school, like Florida. Sure. Big state school. Yeah. Florida, Penn State. Have you ever been out to Penn State? No. Penn State still doesn't feel like really big sports uh, school. Have you ever been there? Nope. Well, go sometime. I'm boycotting because of that whole and, Sandusky thing. And you'll, you'll feel differently. I still can't think of Penn State without thinking about Sandusky. Well, I get that. I'm just saying it's a massive, it's basically a city dropped in the middle of nowhere is how I would describe it. Do you think people don't go there because of the Sandusky thing? Like, do you you think if people have a choice of a couple schools and Penn State's on the list that that factors in at all? Um, I would say that probably depends on the parents because the kids now that are making those decisions probably have no clue. No. Well, they don't know nothing. So they'd have to be educated on that, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's We're far right. enough removed now where they wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, That's it's not. how long ago now? Long time Probably ago. Like 15, 10, over 10 years ago, right? Not fair to really um, hold them to that now. The kids. The, the Penn State themselves, oh. I suppose. Yeah, so well, I don't the, know enough all about All the bad guys are out. Rema- are, yeah. Well, and as dead. long as all the bad guys are out, then yeah. there you go. Sandusky, he's still in prison, I think, right? He's not dead yet? I, I don't know. Dead or alive. <laughs> Remember, there was that that dude calling uh, Baltimore Ravens games. His he still name does. He's the he's the play by play guy. <laughs> His name is Jerry Sandusky. Yes, correct. That sucks. Yes. Wonder what that was like for him. Like the morning of. He's Probably like, what's not, this guy's not, name? Not very good. He did what? Where? To whom? That's my name. And I he, think he, he spells it with a G. If I'm whatever. Not he does. And yes, the bad Jerry Sandusky is still alive. Still alive in prison, prison, obviously. I yeah. hope he's having a miserable time. Yeah. You punk. Oh, if I could smack him, CeeLo, I would. Because he's an old man. I Just could a smack? beat him up. I'd put him right in a headlock. Yeah, you put I'd a do wrestling like, move on him. Yeah, like what Robin Ventura got done to him by Nolan Ryan. Yes. Headlock. Boom. Boom. Some noogies. Boom. Punk. Not Robin Ventura's punk. finest moment. What do you mean? He had plenty of At least of there was a real manly man who did it to you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Nolan Ryan is like yeah. a Texas cattle. Yes. That's a guy. 
That is amazing. Like Nolan man. Ryan, no matter how old he gets, he will still be able to beat. Us I up. saw a video again recently of the tie. He went out and threw out the first pitch for the Rangers. It was probably within the last ten years or yeah. so. Zipped it right yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Eddie and I talk about that all the time. Old, old guys that could still kick our ass. Tom Coughlin will always be on that list. That guy could be 98 and frail. He would beat us up. Roger Staubach was just on one of these podcasts saying how he feels he could throw it better than people half his age. Any of these old guys that have done serious military time, they are going to be able to beat you up. Hardened. Hardened. Yeah. They know hand-to-hand combat. Sandpaper guys. Sandpaper guys. Burn the boats types of guys. Burn the boats. I see the Jets have uh, interviewed Nathaniel Hackett. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, I get very soured on guys. (laughs) Just guys? How about just just in general? (laughs) In general. In general. But when a guy, a guy could have a great career as a offensive coordinator or defense coordinator. Mm Mm-hmm. If they take that step up to head coach and bomb out, I'm not interested in them anymore. You're not? No. So you weren't interested in Todd Bowles coaching defense for nope. your Bucks the last couple of years? No. Come on. I soured they on them. They a Super Bowl, Al. I know. I'm not saying it doesn't work sometimes. It definitely works sometimes. <laughs> Some guys are just coordinators. Right. Like uh, the guy who's head Josh McDaniels. Who's... Right. Looks like he's just a coordinator. Right. We'll see what happens in the next couple of years if he lasts that long. But right now... He looks like just a coordinator. Even guys like... Pat uh, Shermer, yes. just a coordinator. Perfect example. Yeah. Rex Ryan. Well, More. Rex Ryan is a, is a head coach. He yeah. went to two straight championship games. He did, games. That's he head did coach but material. then flamed out quickly. He did. He did flame out quickly. But I, like, I love Rex personally. But me I mean, too. And then, he, and then it went south in Buffalo as well. Yeah. So I would say more so the coordinator. Like, what were those jet... Championship teams, AFC championship teams built on defense, defense, and and running the football. Right? You remember Sanchez's rookie year? They gave him the wristband with the color, with the green light, yeah. yellow light, red light. Like that's how much they were able to <laughs> dumb it down. He's strong. That but like, guy, say, listen, Mark, just don't mess it up, and right. we'll handle the rest. And Mark Sanchez, there were a couple key throws in those championship games. Oh yeah, man, uh, he listen, I, that was more so during the regular season, the color thing. Window. I think, but no, listen, he played beautifully in the playoffs. Yeah. He did what he was supposed to do. Yep. Yeah. Imagine if those Jets would have won both of those games or one of those games. That yeah. would have been incredible. Sure it would. We would have nothing to complain about now. No, nah, we'd still be complaining. Yeah, but not as you couldn't go. It's been 50 years, 53 nah, years, probably still 54 be years. Now, if they, if you said if they won one of those games and got to the Super Bowl, you oh. didn't say win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, just getting well, to the different. Super Bowl. Yeah, and now. The Giants have won twice in the last less than 20 years, and people were still jumping off bridges for the last five, six years. What would you rather have? Two Super Bowl appearances, zero wins. One Super Bowl appearance, one win. Obviously the latter. Really? I would want to be two Super Bowl appearances. And and lose both games? Yes. Why? A Super Bowl winning team. A Super Bowl losing team. Playing team. No. You take the win. A one win. Yes. All right, Absolutely. let me step it up one more. Three Super Bowl appearances, no wins. Oh, for Four, three? One okay, Super Bowl. Okay, we're quickly getting near describing the Jim Kelly Bills now. Or those Vikings from the 70s. Okay, well, that's they were also terrible. me a little bit. But, I mean, the Bills, they did a documentary on that era. Which, when they, what was it? Was it four or five? Four. Which is interesting because we could get a Bills Cowboy Super Bowl right now. It's on the table. Good. That'd be great. And then imagine the Cowboys Bills, beat them. No, Bills again. win this time. 
Bills Redemption. Win. Redemption Super Bowl. Bills win. Do you like getting a Super Bowl rematch, or do you like when it's too uh, a rematch different... from any point in time yeah. or from, like, From any point history? in time. Uh, I do like that sometimes. Yeah. Eddie likes that. He's always talking about it. There's uh, four rematches on the table. So he yes. knows, like, right off the bat. San Francisco, Cincinnati would be the third time. Buffalo, Dallas would be the third time. Giants, Bills. Sure. And then oh, a, Giants, Bills. I didn't even think of that one. Yeah. And then a recent one, uh, Niners, Chiefs. Yeah, that one you can't get as excited about. Right. right. You're right. The more recent ones, you can't. You need to go because then all Super Bowl week, you get the highlights from that Super Bowl from like the 80s where they're playing each other. You know, if it's like a rematch, like, okay, you know, hey, the Chiefs won the first one the next year or within two years. Plus, the Niners have a different quarterback now because Jimmy G's hurt. So it's it's a little different. A little bit. So do you like this Nathaniel Hackett for uh, if you were a Jets fan? Uh, Or do you think Jets fans are soured on what he did in Denver? Well, look, I agree. I think you have to put the head coach stuff in Denver aside for a lot of reasons. You know, offensive coordinator-wise... I don't know. My question would be everyone's going to point to the Packers and how much of that was Aaron Rodgers. You know, I. Oh, because, all right, right. Because he went to Denver thinking they were getting uh, Aaron Rodgers. Well, that was the prevailing thought. Yeah. No, but I'm saying his time in Green Bay as coordinator there. And I know Rodgers speaks highly of him, but hell, Peyton Manning spoke highly of Adam Gase. How did that work out? <laughs> not well. Now, that was for head coach. A little different. That did not work out well. Um, you know, I know some people said, well, if they brought him in, maybe he could lure Rodgers here. I mean, there's so many. Last offseason was crazy with quarterbacks. I don't think there's going to be as much turnover this year. But as far as the Jets go, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Who's playing quarterback week one right now? We would have a built-in excuse if the Jets were bad at the quarterback or offense position uh, next year. We just go, oh, they brought in Nathaniel Hackett. What'd you expect? Great. So we can him after <laughs> one year and be right back where they started. Yeah. That way Rob uh, Solid gives himself another year because he just, they'd be like, listen, I got to get this Nathaniel Hackett. I think it, look, I, I like the idea of bringing in a guy who's done it, at least who's called plays and who's run an offense and done it for more than a year or two. So from that standpoint, I get it. What's up with Daryl Bevel like saying thanks, but no thanks? Eh. Who is he now again? I know his name. Who is he? Yeah. <laughs> is he He's on been the... around for a while? He he first came rose to prominence with the Seahawks. Okay. And he was in Detroit. He was in Jacksonville. Is he still in Jacksonville? I keep I'm getting confused with guys who's where. But he's another guy who it's not, you know, eh. He's, but he's done it. Right. He's 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 had multiple gigs as offensive coordinator. He's he said, with the Dolphins, that's right. Now. And he said, I'll pass. Quarterbacks coach and passing game coordinator for Miami. Guess he really likes Mike McDaniel. Yeah, or that's he's, what I'm hoping. He's in line for some sort of promotion. That's what I'm that hoping happens with these Giants coaches. You can't bail now, Wink Martin. I don't think Wink Mike Martin. Kafka. I don't think Wink Martin. No offense to him, and this is this is totally like a stereotype thing. I I, I don't. To me, he's a coordinator. He's like see, Rob Ryan. Yes. Right. Yes. That's exactly now. And a lot of them seem to come out of Baltimore. Like, well, Rob Ryan has been, was everywhere. But, the you know, Rex, Wink, um, Rob. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. He just seems so at home with what he's doing. And he kind of said that yesterday. I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but it was like, I, I didn't come here as a stepping stone or for it to be a one and done. You know, I love being here. love what I'm doing. love the city. Great fans. Now, who knows? Maybe that's just him trying to placate everyone right now. But. If I had to choose between the two guys, of which would be more likely to go elsewhere, it would be Kafka because he's more the young up-and-comer. 
So like I said, stereotype on Wink. Been around a long, older guy, defense. A little strange. Yeah, old school. So do you think Mike Kafka is going to leave? I don't. I hope not. I like when, like, like get I something don't. going here. Let's go. But, again, that's. We're moving a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but, but you have to, from an individual standpoint, you have to, they have to ultimately do what's best for them and their family, you know? But if you can what, like, go. What does Mike Kafka owe to the Giants organization? Nothing. For, after one year, you could make the case, hey, I, I want to be loyal to Brian Dable. He, you know, he brought me in even though we hadn't worked together in Buffalo, that kind of thing. It's so hard to have success, though, with, like, coordinator, quarterback, wins. Like, when you get it, like, you got to ride that for a little bit. Yes, the team then... would love to. But from the individual, from the coach's standpoint, like, if they have an opportunity to – that would be like you saying – you know, when Boomer and Carton started after the first year, you know, some other bit like Stern came calling and you were like, ah, eh, we're you're building. my idol. This is this is my dream job. But now nah, I'm going to stay here because, yeah, we want to we want to keep things all together. We're here building something here. You know? All right. That's fair. So from a yeah, from a giant standpoint, of course, but I feel I'm like sure if- Brian Dable is selfishly hoping that they don't leave. But he's been in the game long enough to know that you got to take your opportunities when they, when they pop up. But now Mike Kafka might go and interview and he might not get offered a job or he might say, yeah, I'd like to be a head coach someday, but this isn't the right situation right, right now. Right. Cause you know, you're going to, when you don't have a long track record, you get the weird, terrible head coaching jobs. Like you want to come to Houston? No, I don't. I mean, sometimes it, I think it depends on the off season, which jobs are open or available. Um, what other candidates are. I mean, there's a lot of factors, I think, that, that go into that. And it's kind of a weird, you know, you had the Harbaugh thing, that shot down now. Sean Payton, does he wants to coach again, but he doesn't have full incentive because he can get paid doing stuff on TV and wait and really cherry pick for the perfect opportunity. So, I don't know. <laughs> you got to look right. at draft pick situations. Yep. Quarterback, obviously. Oh, yes. I would say hang out another year with the Giants. Everyone just relax. That'd be great. Enjoy this ride. Enjoy coming back even stronger next year. Let's go. And the thing with Kafka that it's hard to get a feel from on the outside is up until this year, he never, this was his first year calling plays and, you know, really running an offense. And now you'll say, okay, so he's calling the plays on game day, but, you know, how involved is Dable? It's his offense, you know, that kind of thing. And plus, as we know, we get we get infatuated. Well, how did they do as a coordinator? But then when you become a head coach, it's about a lot more than just being on one side of the ball or calling plays. Yeah. Going from a coordinator to head coach is like a college quarterback to NFL quarterback. Right? You may have found a great success in the previous, and then when you step your game up, I wouldn't want to be in charge of everything yeah. as a head coach. Well, that's like, what's different. You know, offense. You know, quarterback is quarterback. It's a higher level. But in this case, your job responsibilities are more diversified going from coordinator to head coach. Whereas quarterback, you know, you're playing quarterback. Oh. It's a higher level. Like, yeah, you got to – the defenses are maybe more complex. The offense, you know, audibles at the line of scrimmage, blocking protections, all those things. But, I mean, it's not like a college quarterback comes to the NFL and then has to play defense as well and special teams. That'd be cool. So. I'd love to be tight ends coach. Yeah, that would you be so like cool. this guy, this clown out in Colorado that's What's he doing? screaming Dion's uh, tight ends coach that's 
screaming at the kids in the team meeting. The yeah. Stand up straight. Did you see this video? <laughs> no, but uh, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. Because we'll those kids, you get to later. you. Uh, the, well, your tight ends coach, you get to teach blocking mm-hmm. and then whoosh, turn around and catch. pass catching. Boom. Yeah. yeah, I like tight end. Yeah, mm-hmm. tight end coach. Let's take a break here, CeeLo. Okay. When we come back, I've got a number of uh, uh, NFL related things. I have some baseball related things, even. But so these are the these are the topics you have to choose from: <laughs> NFL, potpourri, two Mets related baseball things. Uh huh. And then more NFL potpourri. A lot of NFL potpourri. A lot of NFL. It's NFL. Yeah. It's divisional, uh, super divisional wildcard.com uh, weekend. No, the wild card's over. The wild card is yeah. over. This Why'd is... you go with the Islander hat today? Um, it's warm. by the Bruins last night. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I choose my hats in the morning when I go to walk the dog. Okay. And this but you one... have numerous beanies. I do. But this one's very warm. Mm-hmm. You got to find another warm one that's neutral. So when the Islanders get smoked. Yeah, I never look at. Leave that one aside. Yeah, I never look at like the score before I grab a hat. Mm. Unless it's uh, football related. Of course. Like I wouldn't roll out here with my Jets hat when. They got smacked. (laughs) Yeah, when they got smacked around. But when Mike White was uh, throwing us, that Jet hat showed up a lot more often. I get it. All right, quick break. Uh, Then uh, Boomer and Gio will be here at 6 a.m. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today, of course, Eddie Scazzeri. Uh, Jerry is at Michigan State for Rutgers tonight. He'll be back tomorrow morning where we will do the divisional version of, divisional playoff version of Cool Games. I would hope they're all cool at this point in the Not season. Not sure. Not sure. We won't know until tomorrow, CeeLo. Yeah, I understand. It's called a tease. I will tell you that the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing. I'm not sure they're a cool team. That's all I'm going to say. They as may not a be a cool team. It doesn't mean it can't be a cool game. Right. It doesn't mean or... it might end up a cool game. But is it one going into the game? That's what we're going to have I to I got find Trevor out. Lawrence uh, into an actual microphone yesterday saying, oh, I'm sure that, you know it's going to be loud. The crowd's going to be jacked up there. But I can't imagine it's going to be that much louder than what our fans were Saturday night. We were. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> Or is that in Kansas City? Yeah, he's, it's oh going to be louder God. there. Kansas City just one compared of those... Jacksonville to Arrowhead. <laughs> Come on, bro. That seems to be one of the louder stadiums, uh, Arrowhead. One of the more uh, devoted, dedicated fan bases going. Yes. Let me ask you this, CeeLo. You're a New York Giants fan. They've mm-hmm. got a big game this weekend against the Eagles. Uh, Eagles running back Boston Scott. Is he, quote, a Giants killer? Sure has been. Or is he not a Giants killer? Giants killer. Because Wink Martindale yeah. doesn't think he's a Giants killer, but five of his nine highest single-game rushing totals are against the New York Giants. I care less about the yardage. He just scores against them all the time. Like, if you're looking for... We got to shut him down. If you're looking for a wager to place this weekend, Boston Scott <laughs> scoring a touchdown against the Giants, usually a pretty good bet. Maybe really? it won't hit this weekend. Yeah. But so far in his career, that's been a winner quite so a few if, times. If you're going to do one of those same-game parlay actions, yeah. that would be one you'd put. Throw the Boston Scott TD in there. Hmm. Yeah. Even yeah, as like a that. Giant fan. Because right. if he scores, you make a little money off. Well, SGP a little different. But if you played it, played it on its own, yeah. still pro- I mean, it's obviously plus odds. He's not. I mean, Miles Sanders is their featured back. If you had to pick uh, one player on the Giants to score a touchdown as part of this parlay, who would you take? I'm rolling with the hot hand, Isaiah Hodgins. Really? He's been money for them. He's been good in the red zone. More so than a Daniel Jones boot 
bootleg. I played Daniel Jones in my SGP last weekend. He got into the end zone, wiped out by that procedure penalty. Oh. 17 carries. Actually hit the end zone. Had it taken away, oh, and I lost. Stinks. Yeah. That does stink with that. Like, I don't like betting because it annoys me. A lot of people like betting because it keeps them involved in the game. I mean, I'm involved anyway, but I def- it, it is annoying. It really is. It, bu- it bugs me. When... Especially when you're going bad. Yeah. Boston but... Scott plus 390 on FanDuel. You, that's, you, that's, your, that's a solid pick then. That's some good I'm value with you on right that there. One. Yeah, he's going to score. Uh, also yesterday, we got, we got to see some of uh, NFL Films mic'd up Dexter Lawrence. <clears throat> Who the headlines are calling him trash talking, but it was so fun and playful. nice, playful. Yeah, it was nice and playful. They all they're all saying stuff out there. Well, yeah. most of them are. He was uh, telling Viking Center Garrett Bradbury, "quote You give me more hugs than my girlfriend." That's a great me. line. It's hilarious. It's not offensive. Not offensive. It doesn't put him down really that badly. It's fun. Yeah. If I'm Garrett Bradbury, I probably say, you know what? That's pretty good. I yeah. probably smile and laugh. I used to when I was working in uh, Tampa, Florida. Uh, the, a fellow named Scott Brantley was a uh, afternoon uh, drive host. Mm-hmm. He used to be linebacker for the Buccaneers, and he was a linebacker at Florida. So he's very well known, known down there. I asked him one time off the air. I, he was talking about trash talking. I said, who was the biggest trash talker? He said Walter Payton. Okay. And was nasty about Good. it. He said. <laughs> I tell you what, he backed it up with his play. <laughs> oh, he sure did. So, like, these guys that talk trash and celebrate plays and they stink, like, yeah. that bothers me. Walter yeah. Payton, come on, man. Right. What could you say back to him? Nothing. Right, it's like hearing, like, that Michael Jordan was talking trash. Yeah. Well, we know he did. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yes. Did you ever watch The Last Dance, by the I way? I did. I loved it. It was outstanding. I loved that uh, the guy who works security at oh, the yeah, arena. Oh, yeah, the shrug guy with the perm. <laughs> yeah. And he did yeah. the, the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. I still do that in my everyday life, the shoulder yeah. shrug. Sure. Like, when Gina asks me a question and I have an answer to, I go... Yeah, it's mm. the way to go. Shoulder shrug. It's always a good response. Uh, I guess the Cowboys aren't all that uh, confident in their idiot kicker. <laughs> What's his name? Brett Maher or Brett Maher? Maher. Maher. Yeah. That they signed a fellow named Tristan Vizcano or Vizcayano. Come on. Is it Vizcayano? Vizcayano. Okay, Vizcayano. I mean. Now, he only played in th- three games this year. What? What I mean, that's a, that's a name, I would think. Vizcayano? I mean, there have been numerous baseball players over the years, including two that played in the city. That I, Let me, uh, I, I'm going to I'm gonna give you the, the first, first name. names of both? Miguel. Not that I'm, maybe. Not the, not Miguel Vizcayano was the two I'm thinking player. of. Oh, he might have been, but I'm talking, I have two in mind specifically. Trey Vizcayano. No. Who? <laughs> Luis okay. and Jose. Oh. <sighs> All right. Where'd yeah. they play? Mets and Yankees? I, so, I always mix up the names. Luis Vizcaino, I think, was the reliever that pitched for the Yankees. And Jose Vizcaino, I think, played for both. He definitely played for the Yankees. He had the game-winning hit in game one of the Subway Series in extra innings in 2000. Oh, was that right? Yeah. All right. He, had the, uh, he wore, like, the the rec specs, like the, the goggles. Oh, I like that look. I'm surprised I don't recall him. Well, anyway, at that the, point in his career, he did. The, the Cowboys got themselves another kicker. But here's the weird. So what do you do here? So he, They signed him to the practice squad, and yeah. what they said was it was insurance in case Maher shows signs of struggles in practice the rest of the week, today and tomorrow. Right. But practice is practice. Talking about practice. Right. 
I'm sure he's going to nail every one of these Probably. in practice. Yeah. Or maybe not. Now that you you brought a guy in, now this might make him nervous. He might be shanking him in practice. Or maybe it maybe it gets his head screwed on straight. Who knows, man? I mean, I don't. But I do don't you really that. want this guy? He Tristan played in Vizcaino. Probably not. He played in three games yeah. this season. No, probably not. I know this guy's got uh, this guy misses a kick and ruins your season. Yeah. Doubtful. At least he could just be like, see you. I don't even know you guys. <laughs> then uh, down in Dallas, uh, they're doing what? I'm sure we would be doing here if this were a Giants kicker missing extra points. Dallas news anchor Brandon Todd. Yeah, I saw this footage. Went out to try to kick extra points uh, better than Brett Maher. Older guy. Older fella. Not like, I mean, if I had to guess, he's late 40s, early 50s. Like watching, not a very athletic man. Yeah. Like him approaching the ball was like very slow. I'm like, (laughs) oh, he's got no shot. Uh, did he was he in um, athletic gear or was he in his like suit? He wasn't in his suit, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say he didn't have like cleats and football gear on, but yeah, he was outside. He was dressed for outdoor activity. When we used to go to Jets camp, Craig used to kick field goals. Yeah, I think he still does. Yeah, he was. He was not yeah, bad at it. Better than this guy was. Better yeah. than this guy for sure. Yeah, the first four were. I mean, not even close. Yeah, the last one was online but short. So he did not. He was oh, not able five. to kick more. Yeah. Okay. And so, he, like, celebrated the last miss because it was close. Because it was close enough. Yeah. Guy, he got some he air He got under. it in the air. It was right down the middle, but yeah. it came up short. That's all that matters. Yeah. Get it in the air. Because that's the worst, like, when you go out to try to kick a field goal, and it's just, like, a, a low-line drive. <laughs> or not even, like, a ground ball. Or a ground ball, like, yeah. 15 yards wide of the goalpost. Yeah. Yeah. It's like golfing. If I'm, or if I'm golfing, I'd rather hit a hard smoker that hooked poorly into the woods some and distance and some air then dribble one out right. there top one that goes 10 yards yeah because yeah. that looks like you've never played it goes further than the ball yeah yeah because that shows like you have no athletic skills the other one is just like i just need to straighten this out yeah i'll be right. fine yeah, let me work on this a little bit more I'll be, right. I'll be fine yeah let's take a quick break here before we get into something else i got uh two aaron Rodgers items i've got an nfl item for oh, you oh you do yes and then i have one two three other nfl items <laughs> Then you have an NFL item. A lot of NFL items. Oh, my gosh. We better hurry up. Let me tell Boomer Geo, we might need an extra five minutes. we got so many NFL <laughs> items. Great fa- uh, friends, great tequila. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I've got uh, CeeLo here today. Jerry will be back tomorrow. During the break, we were talking about uh, I've failed miserably at attempting to wear contact lenses. <laughs> One of those things probably tougher to, as many things are, tougher to learn later in life. Yeah. Skills. And I felt silly because at the uh, eye doctor's office, they were looking at me like, we've never seen this They were before. getting frustrated. They were, not get, they were being very nice. Oh, I was okay. getting very frustrated. But... I didn't get the feeling that a lot of people came in to get contacts and walked away without them. I felt like I was an outlier there, which was very strange. For adults, sure. For adults, because they go, uh, oh, even an eight-year-old did this the other day. See, I, you know, I just started to have that concern about my oldest, who will be seven in April, because he wears glasses. Um, he had a bit of like a, a lazy eye situation, so they, the glasses helped to you know, correct whatever that issue was. And long story short, you know, he did some some work and some drills and trying to get it from developing into like a long-term thing. But anyway, 
he wears them pretty regularly and he's comfortable with them. And for sports, he can kind of go without them here or there. We have like the, you know, the goggle rec specs things. They go over the glasses, the goggles. No, it's just like a separate, a separate frame, but it's, it's meant for athletics where if they get banged around, they're not going to snap in half or break or whatever. But he's starting to get into hockey, so we have him in ice skating lessons now. And this past Saturday when I took him, he wanted to get he wore his hockey gloves and his helmet. But with the glasses on and then the helmet tight, it was, like, hurting him to the point where at the end of the lesson he was, fr- he was like, frustrated with, like, the, the ache of having the helmet on with the glasses. I was like, oh, my God, we're going to have to try and do contacts with a 7-year-old. <laughs> and he has, like, very little – he's very – on an on edge kind of kid. <laughs> no patience. So I'm just pick I know what it was like for me as a 14, 15 year old first learning how to do it. And I'm just picturing trying to teach a seven year old how to do it. And it, it would not go well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that they, they see these, these people at the office seem to think like, yeah, just like, do it. Yeah. Just yeah. Put it in just your put eye. It in. Yeah. Right. I can't, the one, the one got so frustrated because like she just kept going. Uh, you're blinking. I go. I, I'm aware. I'm blinking. I'm putting. Yeah, I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm putting right. a piece of plastic into my eyeball. I'm well aware. Yeah, it is. I know some people are like they get the they're like skeeved out by it. Yeah, the concept of like touching your eye, which yeah. you're not. The, the lens is. You're not. Your finger is not actually really right. touching the eye. But they finger that lens like, and I'm like, oh, your finger, people's fingers. Well, then filthy. that's why you got to hit it with the solution. Like, yeah. Because if it goes in and there's even like a speck of dust or anything on it, it can hurt. Like a, yeah. You know what? It seems like there's, there's like a lot of issues with it. Yeah. Finger the circle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now you before the break you said you had quote an NFL note. I do. And I want you to share your NFL right, note so before I'll, I share my NFL. Let me first notes. bring you back to February of 2018. So 5 2018. years ago. Yeah. Remember when Josh McDaniels flirted with the Colts and oh, yeah. basically walked away at the 11th hour? Flirted with the Colts, he accepted the job, right? Right. You're right. I, I kind of undersold that a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. And then he left. Yeah. So he spurned them. Yeah, okay. exactly. So I didn't realize this at the time, but I saw so I was doing a little research in the break, and there was a story from Pro Football Talk at the time that the rumor was, or the report was, the reasons he walked away were he had serious concerns about working with owner Jim Irsay. So I just see this from yesterday on Twitter, and I'll say take this for a grain of salt. I have, This is a rumor. I have no idea how legit this is, but do you know Dan Dakich? Does that name ring a bell to yes. you at all? So he's a radio guy now out in the in Indianapolis and in Indiana, former college basketball coach, the whole nine yards. Legit public figure. He's got 175,000 followers on Twitter and claims to be an insider, this, that, and the other thing. So he tweets this yesterday. Again, no idea if it's true or not. My source is inside the Colts. Great, all caps. Got this today. Quote, McDaniel's wife made him pull the plug after having Ursay in their home in Massachusetts. And observing his odd behavior, (laughs) behavior that included being in the McDaniels family bathroom for a very long and awkward period of time. (laughs) Imagine if that he leaves and the wife says, listen, you ain't working for this guy. I don't care. Make up where you're out. We're not doing it. What was he doing in there? Does she do? I mean, that was it. That was the tweet. He was just who knows where it came from. That's just tremendous. I picture her saying there like David, you know, they. They put out, like, the nice towels yeah. for the guests and the hand towels or whatever in the guest bathroom. And he, excuse me for a minute, comes back an hour later. <laughs> they go back in after he leaves. It's all disheveled. There's towels everywhere. They go in there with a black light. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway, who knows? Could be fake as you know what, but kind of funny to think about. 
And and if that's true, nice of Josh McDaniels not to give that as the reason. Right. <laughs> That'd yeah. be great if he held the press conference. I'm uh, withdrawing from the Colts job. Jim Irsay was in our bathroom a really long, awkward <laughs> amount of time. And I'm not sure what's going on Like, if over that's there. true and actually happened, that's kind of impressive. It took five years to kind of spill out there a little bit. Yeah. Who knows what this, who the source is? He says, great. All I think caps. that guy, that Dan D- uh, Dakich. I think it's Dakich, isn't it? Dakich, Dakich. I, uh, I think he left radio and is now oh, is with uh, Clay Travis's Outkick. Okay. So that's not, what is that? It's not radio? What is that? Podcast? I think it's like podcasts right. and blogging, but well, yeah, yeah, a yeah. long time uh, Indianapolis yes. uh, fella. Gotcha. Yeah, it says, yeah, don't at me for Outkick. So that's a, that's a podcast? Yes. Okay. Podcast and blog, I believe. Blog. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I agree with Aaron Rodgers on this one. He says the problem with NFL officiating is that TV took all of the good refs. Yeah, I agree with him as right. well. One of the one of the better things I think is he has said publicly in recent years, Aaron Rodgers. And this is my complaint with TV and head coaches too. I don't like that they take head coaches with personalities, which I I think is so great for the game. They even take head coaches without personalities now. <laughs> Tony Dungy, Jason Garrett. <laughs> Right, you're even taking our head coaches without yeah. personalities. Right. But like Rex Ryan, yes. they want Sean McVay. Yep. That sucks. Sean uh, Payton uh, right now. J- uh, John Gruden. John Gruden, right? Yeah. Like guys yeah. that are fun. Yeah. I get it. I mean, but you can understand from their standpoint. Yeah, That's the point Rodgers is making. He's like, you know, these refs that retired, none of them are working in the league office. They're on TV because TV pays more. Right. We're giving them so much cash. That Which is weird. brings me back to my Mike Kafka point. He, yeah, it'd be great great for the Giants if he stays, but they're offering him double the salary to be a head coach. Right, you got to take it. It's a more prestigious. It. Well, you don't have to. Some guys wait, again, for the right opportunity, but I don't like the appealing. refs on broadcast. I don't like it. I, I think they go to them Some for no reason. Yeah. Or, they, or they feel like they have to go to them because not a lot's going on where they would really need them. So they'll be like, what'd you see here? I saw what you saw. It hit the ground, you dopes. <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah, broadcasters I, know what they're seeing. Occasionally they're yeah, able. Yeah, but sometimes the rules can be intricate. And I think it's good to have somebody on hand who maybe can give you a little bit more of the the minutia of it. Who's your favorite of the refs on TV? There's Gene Steratore. I'm a Mike Pereira guy. Mike Pereira. Yeah. Who's the other one? There's, got, there's I think a bunch there's three. of them. Uh, no, there's more than three now. Um, really? Yeah. Well, they got, there's got to be one at CBS, NBC. I think, I think they all have Fox. one now. Um, yep. God, they, Rogers listed all the names, and I'm blanking on some of them now. ESPN's got one. Amazon's got one. If you allow me a moment. All right. You're Googling up. Aaron Rodgers. And well, the... the story. All right. Terry McCauley, John Perry. Um, we said Gene Steratore. Yeah. Pereira. I guess that's it, right? Yeah. Or is there one more? There's probably one more. I remember what's his, what was the guy's name? Carrie. Was Mike Carrie. Oh, that was a disaster. That did not go he, well. Yeah, he was he was not good. Yeah. No. Someone's going to take that guy with the big muscles when he retires. He did retire. Oh. Ed Hockley. Where the hell his is he? His son is now a head ref. Oh, yeah. Sean Hockley. He's muscular also, right? Yes. Yes. Most of these guys had, they have real jobs. Like some of them were lawyers or insurance salesmen. and Some guys just do bicep not, curls. I don't think it's a full-time thing. That's Which been a, is so that's strange. Been a, that, well, that has been a... That, well, how do we fit? Well, we got to make it a full-time job. Right. Which I guess it's not. Aaron Rodgers gets $50 million, but the, the refs have part-time jobs. So weird. Listen, I'm sure they're well compensated, but yeah. not not year-round. and Maybe a benefit situation. I don't know. I love watching the refs like in the uh, Bengal-Ravens game, uh, the, the playoff game where the dude ran the uh, fumble 
all the way back. Those yeah. refs were nowhere near that guy. Well, how could they be? They couldn't be. That's what I'm saying. No. Why wouldn't they keep one ref all the way down on the other side in case something crazy happened like that? Like no. a return. No. <laughs> no. Is that the no. theory for why they didn't call that potential block in the back? No one was in position. I to think make so, the call? yeah. I yeah. think that was one of the things. Uh in other uh Aaron Rodgers news, Gronk very critical of Aaron Rodgers because uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to win another MVP and didn't mention winning another Super Bowl. Kind of like this take from Gronk. Yeah. He's usually, you know, silly, 69 stuff and just having a good time. <laughs> yep, he's normally just 69 I heard this audio, he was like dead very serious yeah. about it, which makes sense. I mean, look, say what we all have, say what we want about Gronk and his, his uh, personality and his character, but you can't question the guy on the field. Oh, no. I mean, and the results. And I don't think you play in New England for Brady slash Belichick as long as he did without, you know, having your eye on the prize. Right. You can't be as much of an airhead as he pretends to be. Right. Exactly. To survive. Right. Not even that. Just, I'm not even from an airhead standpoint. Just from a motivation standpoint. 69. Ah. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, 69. What'd you make of uh, the the Trey Lance post? I kind of like this. I hadn't seen this until you put it on the sheet. So Trey Lance. uh, So Ran Carthon is the guy's name. I wrote Ran Carthon. Yeah. How about we save this for the next segment? <laughs> oh, we got a break? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is did, it Rand Carthon? Do your headphones not work? They do. He oh. didn't talk into my headphones. Oh, okay. I guess he's used to telling Jerry. Oh. But you were playing the Jerry Is role, his so. name really Ran? I guess. Okay. We can look at it. We can check on that in the break. All right. Are, are you going to throw a break? No, you got uh, sports minutes. Are we there? Yeah. Oh, that's why you're telling me. Yeah. It's yes. that time already? Holy God. Amy Lawrence. Sorry. Now, first, I have to tell you that the Odyssey Sports Minute is brought to you by Jackpocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Now you may guess. What is your first day? <laughs> no, it's not. I've just been having so much fun. I didn't realize it was 53 already. Sorry. I Show don't have a guess today. Uh, Amy Lawrence yeah, on Super Divisional Card Weekend. <laughs> It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. I have to get you the story. I was trying yeah, to get you. Yeah, you got lots of time to do it. But, so uh, Trey Lance, I think, wants to go to the uh, Titans because they got themselves a new GM. He uh, did a uh, fingers crossed yeah. emojis, three of them, right. which means he's very into it. I don't mind that. WFAN, <laughs> WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.